0: Welcome to Foundation and Family, the Erica Diaz Show, where real estate wisdom meets family life. I'm Erica Diaz, here to share stories, insights, and inspiration for building homes and nurturing hearts. Let's dive in together. Welcome to Foundation and Family. I'm Erica Diaz, and I'm your host today. And on this podcast, we talk about things all to do with real estate. Foundation and family, and today I am so lucky that I get to podcast with my husband. You want to introduce yourself?
1: Well, that's where you insert the. <sighs> and I go, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I <really don't>
0: <laughs> so he's the personality of the two.
1: Uh, yeah. So I like the the name. Would you? What, what do you call the podcast?
0: Foundation and family.
1: I gotta check this thing out.
0: Okay, great. He's such a supporter. (laughs) Anyway, so today I wanted to have you on the show because it's very close to when you proposed um, many, many years ago, like 18 years ago. And it's almost close to Super Bowl and it's very close to Valentine's Day. So not everybody knows how you proposed and I don't think it was very kind. So why don't you tell the story of how you were so chivalrous and you asked me to marry you?
1: Well, so, uh, okay, so proposals for me, they go back to when I used to watch movies and you used to watch TV shows, and there would always be a guy who had this brilliant idea, uh, whether it was put the ring in the food or just some sort of elaborate uh, way to do this gesture, right? It's, it's a man's gesture to a woman. It's a big deal. And so I think uh, for me with dramatics. very. I think I wanted to come up with something that was pretty memorable, and uh, you did. And, and what's funny is that we I, we didn't even video it or anything. I, I think that was before the time of trying to capture everything to be social media wor- worthy. And I think uh, I, I wish I would have.
0: But I don't know, like what videos looked like. What would have been like the big like? It was
1: eighteen yeah. years ago.
0: Like, yeah. that's a long time ago. It wasn't I, like I
1: think phones t- were at three point five megapixels. So yes, it, but but nevertheless. I had linked up with uh, one of my officer friends. Um, I've always had a love for law enforcement and just always gravitated to having those guys as close friends. And one of them, I said, if you would help me, it would be amazing. He was a canine officer, and uh, he was a sheriff. I think I could say his name. I want to give him some love. So Robert Ramos. Uh hope anyways, he doesn't, in hope he doesn't get this. in trouble for this. Well, he's retired now, and he's been retired for a long time, so I think we're good. And, yeah, we were talking 18 years ago. So. <laughs> There we were. I called him and I said, it's going to be Super Bowl. So I think I have to I have to find a reason to have party favors. And when I say that... What you, what do you
0: mean by party favors? Break I, that I, down I, I say, for me. I was going to say,
1: let them use their imagination. It could be anything. Party favors that would get you arrested. Okay? So anything in that bracket of arrestable party-ness. I was trying to look for a reason to get busted because then we could utilize my canine officer friend, his dog and use all that in the proposal. And uh, he agreed, and it was a Super Bowl Sunday morning. I was Um, sleeping,
0: quite content. It's still very prevalent in our marriage I like to sleep in.
1: Well, and I remember I specifically went for Super Bowl because I said I I need – I'm a guy, so I'm going to forget the anniversary. So let me do it around something that I'll always remember in Super Bowl was it. It's just a fact. Okay, so we link up uh, my partner and myself, and we met at the Fashion Square Mall, which I don't even think that that portion is there anymore. But anyways, right outside of an olive garden, and uh, that's where we take everything out of my truck. We make it look like the dog and him went through a thorough search, and I called Erica. and I'm I,
0: sleeping still.
1: And I told her, I said, hey, you're – probably going to when I get up here. Like I'm already apologizing in advance because uh, the officer pulled me over while I went to go get some stuff for us to enjoy. I mean, you didn't enjoy that stuff, but I enjoyed it, which was believable to you. And I said, the officer pulled me over for speeding. He also smelled something and his dog went wild. And so at this point, my officer buddy, I don't know what he said in German, whatever he said, dog goes nuts and so it just solidified oh my god i'm sitting there and i'm like this is an oscar moment and so i told her i said they're gonna impound the truck unless you come up here and take the truck at least come up here and get the keys so they don't take the truck i should have known and you came ben. no makeup oh, it was no bra She was so frazzled and the first thing you said yeah. to me when you hugged me oh i felt so bad you said what about your job And it was like the way the way you said it, like it was so true and genuine that I was like, oh, my God. okay. Uh, And then that's when So
0: you were pretend handcuffed on the back of your truck. Everything was out
1: because my officer friend was doing things the right way. He was doing things by the book and he said, I "I can't really cuff you. He said, so you'll just have to have your hands behind you. And we put the ring in my back pocket. I said the keys were in the back pocket. You reached into my back pocket. He gave my butt a little pinch. I just added that. I like adding a little flavor. She didn't get it, but she did pull out the ring.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So he got down on one knee and said, will you marry me? And I said, are you effing kidding
1: me? Everybody from Olive Garden came out and started cheering. I even think the dog started barking. Yeah. Maybe I made that up too, but anyway.
0: No, no, no. The dog was in the car at that time and he was barking and I'm like, well, what is all this? And like the sheriffs and all of that. And you're like, He's a bomb dog.
1: Yeah. It turns out he doesn't even, he doesn't even sniff for the stuff that I had or allegedly had.
0: Right. Right. So uh, yeah, that's our engagement story. Yeah. That's pretty wild.
1: Now <clears throat> what's interesting is let's make a pivot and talk about that house because I do remember you being in bed when I slipped out of the house to make everything happen. My buddy was already ready. I remember our first house and I remember that master bedroom being so small to us, to yep. us. Okay, so here's another thing that we've had to learn too as a couple is as we entertain the ideas. Sometimes, you know, with what she does for a living, houses pop up all the time. We love where we live, but sometimes you, know, you just get you get tantalized and you're like, "Ooh, okay, well, what if?" And we our, our kids they're never going to know what it's like to live in the house that we lived in, and right. that gave us so much character to live in a house that was that was quite possibly smaller than our parents' houses.
0: Well, yeah, but if you remember when we finally decided to buy a house, so we obviously buy a house before we got married because I was like, look, we'll buy a house, but I don't know about getting married yet. Like, that's just too crazy.
1: Which, by the way, now we know things better. Learn each other first. Get together first. Get engaged first. Then you get married. Then you go looking for the house. We did a little bit backwards. but
0: But God
1: can take broken things and...
0: Okay, yes, all true. But, so we go looking for these houses, and then, if you remember, we looked at a bunch of houses, and, like, one of them, there was, like, a guy in the back smoking a cigarette with his belly out, and he was like, what y'all doing? And I was like, I don't don't, don't want this house. And then they had... Not buying this house. They (laughs) had, like, these pit bulls, and they were, like, running laps around a shed in the back, and it was, like, 300,000, 18 years ago, so that's a lot. And so we didn't buy that house. And then we went to this house, and we couldn't get in or something happened where we were able to see the backyard we could see the deck with the hot tub and we were like oh we love this house but if the master bedroom is big we'll buy it and so for some reason we couldn't see the master bedroom i don't remember what was there right and then we got in and literally like you open the door and you like leap into bed because it was it was so tiny tiny. tiny. but
1: that's because the house was from the 1950s and so everything back then was just constructed a little different. And I don't want to offend anybody who's listening right now that that's what you live in. Like that, like there is a, uh, uh, you know, there's an opportunity for you to make any house a home. Right. And for us, that was, that was the largest amount of money that I think you and I ever put together, putting our finance not only our finances, but putting our credit on the line on a house, not even being married yet.
0: Yeah. And,
1: um, and But you know what? That's not the first house that we've bought that we've fallen in love with the backyard. That, that has superseded how we feel about the house on the inside.
0: Uh, I think we live in one right now that we fell in love with the backyard and we didn't yeah. love the inside, but neither here nor there. But that house, we ended up buying it and it, I feel like every house we've ever had, there's always been construction. And why that's kind of funny today is because we just went and looked at a lot that I want to buy, and maybe he does too, but we're not talking about a little bit of construction. We're talking about ground-up construction, us living in a trailer type of deal. And so I've prepared you in the 20 years we've been together, every single house that we've ever been in, I have gutted a bathroom, a kitchen, a something. And you always tell me, I can't do this.
1: No, it's okay. Uh, you know, like in the moment, I have to let my heart speak to me sometimes too. And in the moment, you you are right. Every house that we've ever been in, you have taken things that were either old, antiquated, uh, and you've, uh, you've been able to spruce them up in every house. Even the house that we rented here in Winter Garden, you did the backsplash in the kitchen. Like that was a house that we rented that you didn't have to do anything to. Right. So, right. I, so I, I guess uh, for me, during the pandemic— 2020 was a really hard year where we had started construction on our pool. Maybe in 2019, we had started digging, the, digging the no, back.
0: No, no. The pool starts on December 15th. And why that date is so
1: important. Because the baby.
0: The baby arrives right, the right, day right. they scalp the backyard. So we start scalping the backyard on December 15th. And we have a baby Ubered to our doorstep. I mean, what more could you want in life? So so if
1: you don't know the intricate nuggets, we're talking about the baby that we adopted. And, right. And, uh, again, we have a lot of anchoring moments, so this way we don't forget dates. But that construction process, and maybe th- it, there was just a lot going on. You had the pandemic. You had a brand-new baby. You've got construction going on in the backyard. Uh, uh, the thing's getting delayed just because of the supply right. chain issues. People not working. Uh, uh, people not working because of mask issues. They can't come in the house. Uh, it was There was just a lot. So... To me, construction always takes a lot longer than what you say. It okay? does. Like you, and, and, and I'll, I'll give it to this woman. She has the gift of walking into any space. I don't. So I walk into a space and I see it for what it is. So if it's a building that was built in the 1920s and it's brick and, 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 and the floors are wood, like I, I see it all for what it is. She can walk into a space and she sees it and she's like, <gasps> okay. If we just knock down this wall, if we remove this beam, if we had a kitchen here, and we do the and I and to me, all of a sudden, I start to lose the vision because I'm like money, ching, cha ching, 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 not only money, but now living in dust, uh, uh, uh you know, uh, th- not being able to visit this corner of the house because now it's this corner of the house that's being constructed.
0: But what about this building that we're sitting in? Do you remember coming in this building when we bought this,
1: it? This this building was one of those buildings that when Erica said you have to see what we just purchased you should have seen the the glow in her eyes and when i came in i i had, I, I tried my hardest i was like yes 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 I love it. look at the, oh my oh. it was terrible
0: <laughs> it was terrible
1: but uh, look at what you've done and yeah. so I need I just need to get over that it's going to take some patience and, and, and if
0: we do this like think about that Weber house the the first house we ever bought so right. we buy this house we get it for 280,000 I looked it up on Zillow just because I think it's interesting it's worth like 450 now we did sell it but that was at a very hard time in our lives where you were journeying through some stuff with open heart surgery yeah. And our mortgage was high. We weren't making as much and we were expecting our second baby. So it was just easier to come to this side of town to get the support that we needed. So we ended up short selling that house uh, for like $114,000. So the person and I really dislike is the guy that got the house for $114,000 and I don't even know him. And he well, still and that, it that today. Was,
1: that was hard for us because, you know, we just admitted on the podcast, that was the most amount of money we've ever had to come up with right. for something. So to have to take something and... and essentially take a loss.
0: Well, but I mean, we didn't take a loss. The bank ate that and you literally had open heart surgery when we were 26, 27 years old. Nobody predicted that. Like no. why would we ever be journeying through that in life? So anyway, but in that space, remember I gutted the bathroom in our room and it was little, a room was little. We already said that our bathroom was little. Everything was little in that bathroom. We just didn't have money to finish it very quickly. So it did take a long time because we would get some product and we'd work on it, and we would get some help, and we would work well, on it. Well, and I
1: remember you being so excited that we we had a guy that was going to come take care of everything, and you just start. Well, we can do this. We can we can go ahead and we could demo this whole bathroom. I did. And I don't I don't I don't come from that. I come from an entertainment family that played music and sang and acted. And no, so... I was
0: grabbing those. Like I would get that little and take the mesh because it was like 1940s 50s like yellow tile all the way up the wall and I was like
1: I'm sure at some point we we've got asbestos going around somewhere in in our systems
0: he's fine that didn't cause your heart problem No, no anyway but yeah so now it's fun to think of this idea of us potentially selling our house that we live in which again we fell in love with the backyard It's this lake that's and the we've fourth. worked
1: hard to get into and again this is again the biggest decision that we've ever made to get this yeah. house yeah everything essentially in life the way that you want it to go whether it happens or not is you want things to progress you want things to get better and better and better i mean sometimes you're in that you're spending more and more but hopefully at work you're making more and more so us that's happened with us with this house that we're in right now and so this house would be the biggest purchase that we ever made but here we are now years later
0: yeah, and the house that we live in is the biggest purchase we ever made. Yeah, yeah, it is. But then I guess if we were to sell that and build in downtown Winter Garden, that would be our new. But honestly, it's it's almost going to be a lateral move. We're trading a really cool backyard water view for space for kids to run around that they can just be turned loose. Mm-hmm. So eight,
1: eight eight months from now. No, eight months sixteen. To a year.
0: Sixteen months from now.
1: Oh, okay. So, what are we living in till then? A trailer. Man, it, just, it just keeps, it keeps getting better. Listen, the manufactured homes
0: are very nice, and, and we wouldn't be paying rent. So, I have a hard time going and renting the house three doors down from us and paying $7,500 a month in rent. I... I can't swallow that. And so if we're going to be uncomfortable in a small house... You don't have paying... to be
1: so aggressive. You keep chopping the table. Okay. The table did nothing to you. <laughs>
0: okay. If we're going to be uncomfortable in a three-bedroom, two-bath house or a four-bedroom, two-bath house that's tiny and we're going to pay $4,000 a month, why can't we be uncomfortable in a trailer that we own on the property if the city allows it? So, and then...
1: so I okay, I'm trying to make my point again where she sees things that I'm like... <laughs> I see, I see, honey, I see. Sometimes you just got to agree, and that's one of those times. I just got to agree.
0: So you don't really want to do this?
1: No, I just think it's it's, we have to sell it to the kids now, and then there's, we have to prepare our hearts to be extra close to each other. Mm -hmm. closer than we've ever been and with four kids that's uh i mean you know there's benefits too right like i mean even right now i'm thinking of well being close to your kids probably isn't the worst thing especially when they're 14 and under uh these are really important times Mm -hmm. right to try to get as uh, i mean they they they're gonna hate the fact that we're uh going to be that close and, and what about all the stuff what about all the stuff you know how we're you accumulate to, stuff we're
0: gonna have to get some pods but then the reality is i was thinking about it like the couch in the main living room we're not taking that thing like we're gonna donate that to habitat for humanity we don't need it we will be fine we don't have two living rooms we're in a mobile home we have one uh the love sack is modular so we can make that anything we want it to be so look how god knew ahead of schedule that we needed that modular couch for the trailer. no <laughs> <laughs> no nope, nope. I mean, But I did want um, to bring up a different topic, and I don't know how you're going to feel about this, um, but I think you think that I want this white house similar to like Farm Nine's house, and that's beautiful. But when you're driving to get the girls, have you seen that black house on the left? Yes. What do you think of it?
1: Do you have a picture that you could pop up for everybody who's watching well, right now? Well, we or? can
0: put that up on there.
1: Cool. Uh, I think it's, it, 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 are you talking about like like painting the house black or are you talking about just the architectural style?
0: No, that house is black.
1: <laughs> I mean, whatever, you know this industry and you know if, it, the, the, the resale value, but if we're going to get this place and it's going to be ours for a long time, mm-hmm. I don't want to live in a black house.
0: Have you seen it when you drive to go get the kids across from the Landis' house? The black house that just went Okay,
1: I'll, I'll look at it again.
0: Okay, I think you're going to really love the vibe of it, and then it'll be very light-colored on the inside. Okay. Um, I just think it's progressive, and um, I think it's beautiful.
1: Valentine's, okay, much like a lot of the uh, holidays that we celebrate, like Christmas and whatnot, I'm not the best gift giver, so this Valentine's, are you okay with us spending it together as a family? Because I do have two daughters that I have to do Valentine's for as well. And that just stresses me out. So, family Valentine's. How do you feel about a family Valentine's? The boys get to see dad romance the mom. Not like that. But you know what I mean. As far as gifts and gestures. Okay. So, Daughters get gestured as well.
0: What does that look like? And my boys bought me flowers this weekend, by the way, so, so they so, were really.
1: Cheesy. So it's probably gonna be a little cheesy. It's probably gonna be like one of those, uh, uh like Kobe style restaurants where we all get to sit together and. Tick, 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 tick.
0: Okay, yeah, or we could order it in.
1: Okay, so yeah, you you tell me. You tell. I mean, it, it, this is my way of saying I would rather you tell me what to do instead of me coming up with it, and then.
0: I think you doing a family Valentine's Day is very chivalrous and being kind to the girls in me. So I love your idea. Okay. Okay. So you just get to carte blanche, do it, and I'll give you a budget to work within. Okay. There. How do you like that? A budget. Well, if we're selling our house and building a house. that's
1: Yeah. I mean, that's a real thing.
0: We are on a new budget, a different budget than what we were on last week. Right? Yeah. So I think part of that too, talking about like foundations and budgeting, um, we have been very intentional about not Uber Eatsing, and I know a lot of families kind of fall into that. So I it's so
1: convenient, it's it so is, expensive.
0: But we have, and I can proudly say, not sent Uber Eats dinner to the house one time this year, and it's like February seventh, eighth, something like that. So yeah. I'm very proud of that.
1: Well, you've got some brilliant people around here who help you out, and to be able to see what we've spent last year, mm. uh, it's re- it's really, I mean, it's really eye opening.
0: Yeah, it is. And, eye-opening.
1: and and it's not just uh, some of the uh, regular things that we like, like our coffees and uh, you know dinners, but it's also thing like things like the apps that we have completely forgotten about on our phones that we're still paying a monthly yeah. fee on. Uh, subscriptions to anything that we've forgotten about, whether it's Hulu, which we never use at home. and Correct.
0: Yeah. Correct. So I think we're about done here, but I think we should hear your proposal stories. So why don't you leave a comment or a short story of how you proposed, and maybe we can highlight you on the podcast.
1: Hey, I, I would even be okay to hear proposal stories from guys who weren't able to do the big gesture. I mean, it's all good. At least you made the step, right?
0: I mean, our camera guy just told us he slid the ring across the table in a box.
1: But <laughs> Tell the rest of the story.
0: In a, in a Tiffany box. Okay. And? Originally, before that, he proposed on a gondola in Florence? Venice. Venice so... There you go.
1: If I could say that it is your it is your one moment. It's your one moment, right? I mean, of course, you could be married multiple times, but there's nothing like your first. There's nothing like your first, and that's your first sign as a dude that I put some thought into this and I and I not only did I put some thought into it, but I use creativity, which a lot of women don't think we have. And uh yeah, so so do it. Do it if you can. Think of something it doesn't have to be elaborate, it doesn't have to cost you much money. That ring already costs money.
0: Right. Yes, but maybe hiring a cop with bomb sniffing dogs is not the sweetest proposal but it's memorable that's for sure well until next time but be sure to like and subscribe and we can't wait to hear from you comment below on your favorite proposal experience bye
1: that's the part where we wave